Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Today in Business from Wired The Hidden Dangers of Buy Now, Pay Later Apps. Services such as Afterpay, Affirm, and Klarna are soaring in popularity and valuation. But consumer advocates say they make it easy to get overextended by Sidney Fussell. Buy now, pay later apps give millions of users the chance to instantly purchase what they want, then pay off the item in installments. But as the services extend from small ticket items to luxury goods, exercise equipment, and even rent and utilities, consumer protection advocates worry they may lead people into buying more than they can afford. While online shopping soared last year during the pandemic, credit card companies kept credit limits low and reduced new offers as lockdowns and layoffs prompted fears and widespread defaults. Meanwhile, the low cost multiple installment appeal of BNPL led to an astounding increase in such payments. Cornerstone Advisors estimates $100 billion in purchases this year will be made using BNPL apps, up from $24 billion last year. Popular BNPL services include Affirm, Afterpay, QuadPay, and Klarna. The range of products that can be financed using BNPL has been growing. Amazon and Apple announced new partnerships with Affirm this year, while Target, Macy's, GameStop, Foot Locker, Gucci, and Peloton all announced BNPL financing options. Now, utilities... Landlords, insurance companies, and car dealers are partnering with BNPL services for essentials. That can cause problems. Several users of Flex, a BNPL app for rent payments, say the app began as a useful tool for managing cash flow, but became a crutch that suddenly disappeared. Flex pays landlords the full monthly rent directly at the start of the month. It then deducts half of the rent payment, plus a monthly convenience fee of $20, from the user's bank account. The user then pays the other half in flexible installments, deducted from their bank account. 
The Flex users Wired spoke with found the app useful because they didn't have to come up with their full rent payment at once. In January, though, Robert, a restaurant manager in Arizona who asked that his last name be withheld, says his landlord told him the property no longer worked with Flex. This meant Robert, who had already paid half of January's rent, needed to pay both the back half of January to Flex and all February's rent to his landlord. They reported me being delinquent to the credit bureaus and sent me collection demands weekly, he says. Robert says his credit score has taken a hit even though he was able to work out a repayment plan with Flex for the half of January that the company did pay. Another Flex user, Canton, also got caught in the middle when Flex stopped working with her landlord. The app didn't debit her account, nor did it notify her that it wouldn't cover October rent. Her landlord charged her over $100 in late fees, which Flex initially refused to cover. She complained to customer service and ultimately threatened legal action. Flex then paid the late fee. The company did not respond to requests for comment. Investors love the companies behind the apps. In August, Square agreed to buy Australia-based Afterpay for $29 billion. A firm went public in February and is valued at $45 billion. Europe-based Klarna is valued at $45.6 billion in a July funding round. But consumer advocates are skeptical. Marisa Bel Torres, the director of California policy at the Center for Responsible Lending, says buy now, pay later is a misnomer. These are short-term loans paid back in installments, with terms that can vary dramatically. Some include late fees, but not interest. Others charge interest. Some report to credit bureaus and some don't. Consumer advocates say the variety of offerings can be especially confusing for younger users with little credit history or financial literacy. Afterpay, for example, doesn't charge interest on BNPL services, but it collected 87 million Australian dollars or 64 million US dollars in late fees from users in the 12 months ended July 30th. A firm doesn't charge late fees, but collected $200 million in interest payments from consumers in the same 12-month period. Regulators need to be looking under the hood to see exactly how much of the profits these companies are making is coming from the fact that they might be charging a lot of late fees, Torres says. High default rates and user debt could speak to a business model designed to profit from inability to pay. We've seen credit flood the market before when no one was paying attention, she says. That ended up not being good for consumers or the economy. Lawmakers and regulators are taking notice. Earlier this month, the House Financial Services Committee heard from consumer advocates on the potential risks to consumers of the services. Torres and other witnesses called for tighter regulation and more data on how often users default, the potential long-term impact on credit scores, and tighter rules around credit approval. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau in July issued a blog post to guide consumers. Among other things, the post warned, don't overextend your finances. We have experience working with regulators to build in a lot of the protections that we already have from the very beginning, says Harris Qureshi, Afterpay's head of public policy. He notes that the service freezes a user's account if they miss payments and offers a hardship line for users unable to make payments following unforeseen issues. In a statement to Wired, an firm spokesperson says that the company doesn't charge late fees, tells consumers their total costs up front, and screens users before approving them for BNPL financing. We understand and support reasonable regulation and are compliant with regulations enforced by state and federal agencies, a Klarna spokesperson said in an emailed comment. We do not, however, believe no-interest products should be regulated in the same way as high-interest products. 
Merchants, too, pay fees to the services, typically either a flat charge of, say, 30 cents on each purchase, a commission of around 4 to 6% of the purchase, or sometimes both. This, too, is variable. Merchant fees and transactions make up roughly half of a firm's revenue, but over 90% of afterpays. But some merchants love the services. As soon as I started using it, I sold more products, says Brittany Aaron, who sells bath and body products in her online shop Angel Kisses. Since offering shop pay and afterpay early last year, Aaron says sales increased roughly 30%, with nearly 70% of users buying goods with BNPL services. Aaron says the fees she pays to the services are a small price for the sizable increases in shoppers' baskets. Since offering the service, BNPL shoppers have spent more on each trip. A recent survey from LendingTree found that a quarter of BNPL users admitted they bought more using the service than they would have if they had to pay out of pocket. I think the idea of getting away from credit cards is what's super appealing to the younger generation, says Leslie Tain, a debt resettlement lawyer based in New York. But you can easily get sucked into the ease of the process. A September report from Credit Karma found that a third of all BNPL users reported being behind on their BNPL payments, impacting the credit scores. Some, but not all, apps report missed payments to credit bureaus. Those numbers are higher for Gen Z and millennial respondents, over half reported missing at least one BNPL payment, twice as often as any other age bracket. Tain warns that the convenience can itself be a trap. Most BNPL apps run only a soft credit check. These have easier standards for approval and don't appear in any report, which means one shopper can have multiple BNPL lines. While apps like Klarna and Afterpay lock users' accounts when they fall behind on payments, Tain notes they can always just try another service. She describes a recurring scenario where a person with steady income may have four or five recurring BNPL payments and then a sudden misfortune, a layoff, a sick family member, a car repair throws them off track, leading to multiple instant late fees and overdraft charges. If you're not able to keep up with those payments, that's going to have an impact on your ability to afford the things that you actually need, says Torres of the Center for Responsible Lending. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.